You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. What's up, everybody? Uh, What's up? You are listening to this on a Tuesday. I know this sounds weird, uh, but we wanted to honor Indigenous Peoples Day, and so that's why this episode was released on a Tuesday. Yeah, so So we gave ourselves a day off. So what? If you are unaware of what it is that we're talking about, you're listening to Bubble Bath Stories. I'm Nikki Trends. And I'm Manny Oso. And we are talking about motherfucking Dave Chappelle. Oh my god. So it finally came out. The last of the Netflix deal that he had. Yes. And the last stand-up special that's going to happen on Netflix. Called The The Closer. Closer. Yes. So uh, pretty anticipated. It's always a surprise when it comes out though. And it always breaks the internet. I don't know about breaking the Well, internet. when I say break the internet, this time I mean like things really Everybody's like, panties in a twist? Yeah, panties <laughs> got in a twist with this one. So if you haven't heard it, give it a listen. And that's the episode. Good night. No, <laughs> <laughs> no um, give it a listen because he definitely went into the paint with this one. Um, so I liked it. I really liked it. You really okay. So right off the rip, just what did you? What was your first overall reaction to it? Well, I got to tell you before after the first watch. As far as like after the first watch, I mean, what I kept thinking was like I had to go back to listen to the other ones because he really does bring back the jokes that he had like this like almost like a full circle story it's really like a movie like a series like it's really set up like that yeah um but he does say that it's gonna be his last special for a minute and he was born in detroit because he talks so much about that place right yeah (laughs) um but as far as like it is there's so much to go into. I mean I guess the But what first were you thing, but what were you like when you were watching it, were you like, ooh, I could see where people would be pissed off or like, oh that's actually really fun like you know, what was your overall I would say there was more so there's funny like ah ha ha like you're yeah. laughing and there's funny like you're gonna sit there and think about it and rewind it because it was like that's very relatable. I felt like more he was talking to us than it was a stand-up. That's so funny you say that because I actually have that in my notes. I feel like he was telling stories the way... Talking as if he was in a circle of his friends like, talking. Yeah, like like he, it was a... um, What, what are those? Like at colleges? Where like an open mic? Yeah, it, it was more with jokes in it. I have That's to, what it felt like. I have to tell you, my first reaction was yeah. to, okay, well, let's see what everybody's talking about. And I watched it, and I didn't come away thinking, oh, all those opinionated columns, those these stories and everything. I didn't come back thinking, oh, yeah, wow, they were right. Yeah, okay. I get what you're saying. Um, um, so, and then I, like, had a struggle with that, right? Because that... <laughs> Because I was like, ooh, why don't I feel bad? Or why aren't I more upset? So what I keep telling people, though, that I speak to about it is that I I really feel a lot of the stuff that's been going on online about it, the negativity, it takes more than just listening to the punchline of a Dave Chappelle joke to really say you heard the joke. Mm. You had to sit there for eight minutes... Listen to the whole story he's leading you into, and then hear the punchline. 
Yes, and it's almost like he waits, right? Yeah. And like he's sitting there, he's talking, and like it's very profound stuff that he's saying. And then he'll throw the joke in. But if you just quote the joke, it doesn't. That's what's getting everybody's panties in a twist. So can I just say that I feel? Yeah. If you have an issue with one part of the stand-up, then you have to have a problem with the whole stand-up. I mean, he made a joke about being molested by a preacher, mm-hmm. and then he liked it. He makes jokes about um, the tension in the black and Asian communities that they have against each other. <clears throat> he even said that he... What did he say? That watching black people and Asian people fight, he was... He couldn't help but think that that's what was happening inside his body. Yes. Uh, I yeah. mean, he, transgender jokes he made, jokes about feminism to me, two movement, classes. Made, I mean, if you made a Palestine joke. Yes. I mean, if you're going to be mad at one part of it, you really have to be mad at all of it. Yo, um, you're absolutely right because it's all together. It, and he, you know, back in 2000, I think 2004 when he was first coming out with stand-ups, um... It, like a lot of the publications were saying from the beginning that this guy doesn't low hold bar, you know. Right. Um, so you definitely got to take it all in. You got to and you got to really listen to all the stuff that he's saying with it. Um, what I really liked, just to detract a little bit about from that negativity, is that it actually got me to have to look up what happened to the baby <laughs> or what he did, because I'll be honest. I actually didn't know what he did. You did it? Oh I my knew God. that he did something, that he said something, and that everybody was getting mad at him about it, and that it had an LGBTQ right. thing going right. on with it. I'm not a fan as far as the music because I'm not, I don't search his music. So I was never in the info circle of that. I just figured he was just a rapper who said something, just like rappers say things, you know? Yeah. And now what do you think? I looked it up. And now you're like, oh, And I was like, no. oh, jeez. People were cheering that? So can I... Okay, here's my opinion. I had to disagree with Dave Chappelle when he was like, don't abort the baby. <laughs> don't abort the baby. Um, Abortion uh, joke. What Homeboy did was outright think that what he was saying was fact he he was spreading false information mm-hmm. to his fan base yeah that is already probably highly likely already homophobic yes and or have a different you know bad ideas about what homosexuality is and all this other shit toxic masculinity shit right yeah what Dave Chappelle is doing is not coming off like that. Because if you notice in all the stories, he talks about how there was always somebody who called him out. And he, he befriended them in the long run of it. Yeah, he is definitely the the, the bottom of his stories He's, are all about together. Right, he's sharing an opinion. Yeah. What the baby was doing <laughs> was not an opinion. He dead ass really felt what he was saying yeah. and it was wrong yeah so no he and he only apologized because he was losing money let's be real he's still homophobic oh yeah that apology was he, one thing that i read and i laughed because i'm like this is not him this is not kirk writing this <laughs> but dave Chappelle's stories and everything that he it's like he, i looked up his real name <laughs> <to the> baby. kirk <laughs> 
Kirk, come on, Kirk. <laughs> come on, Kirk. We got the internet. Yeah, right? Um, That's a weird name for a baby. <laughs> dumb, <laughs> don't abort the baby. That was funny. So I couldn't agree with him there. But yeah. I will say Dave Chappelle, in his stories, always talks about the person who called them out, his appreciation for that. Yeah. And how he's learned from the experience. Unless I'm missing that. No, no, you're absolutely right. He... Because uh, the, one of the biggest examples that he brings up is the um, the, the transgender comedian that bombed, that opened up for yeah, him. Yeah, his friend. Oh, man, I forgot her name. Daphne. Daphne, yeah. And so the whole story behind it was really was really sweet, you know, as far as the, the way he's trying to honor her. Because yeah. they ended up becoming friends. Yeah. You know? Um, but he he's his stories are filled with that, where it's somebody who, uh, at first... Thought like, something about him. Like, hey, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, and then they're just on they're on his team at the end. Like it was <laughs> it's it's just, it just makes sense. I mean the underlying message of it but is here's the we're problem. all human. Here's the here's not the problem, but here's here's the thing about it. It's not an end all be all. It's not like he's saying this is the manifesto, this is yeah. what it is to be. He he's just trying to tell you his perspective. His perspective. I will say he did make some jokes about the Me Too movement. Okay, yeah. The Me Too movement definitely got got hurt from what he said. Um, because he brought up a really good point. What? Let's see. If we Why the didn't point. they just fire all the men that worked for them? Well, you know, you can't just I know you fire can't just, somebody. I know you there. can't just. But the whole the thing that he said about it, well, why didn't. Like, why didn't they just hire women underneath them? Like, like there's a whole point. Like, right. I don't want to spoil it, you know? <laughs> well, no, it's not. No, but he... Because no, of the way the joke comes out. He did. He made a really good point, And I put it here in my notes. Is that dressing up in all black did what? Like, that wasn't... What did that really do for the movement? Yeah, so... But he, on the other end of that, right... He talks about how he got off the he, how he got off the bus to do the work, but I and I didn't quite understand what that meant. And I think it was that like um. So I believe what he's talking about. So there's a part in the if you listen to it, there's a part in the standup where he mentions getting off the bus and doing the work. I believe that what he's talking about is how he said no to the five million from Comedy Central. 50 million. The fifty million. Sorry. <laughs> yes, correct me. The yeah. fifty million <laughs> from Netflix. I mean, from Comedy Central, um, and and lived it. You know, like he made a decision, said it to everyone, lived it, and because he was trying to stand up for a principle. Okay. And so what he's saying is that these women in Hollywood now, that okay, were trying yeah. to cancel him talked and, a lot. But what were but, you doing? But made no moves to live that principle they're trying to say. I mean, and that and that's true, right? Com- and so here's the funny part. Like, whether you agree with that or not. The funny part is where he's, uh, where he's basically trying to compare it. Like, I said no to $50 million. What have you bitches done? Yeah, right? Um, I went to live in South Africa. <laughs> The other thing that he, that I thought was really interesting, he talks about the story about how, you know, this woman was following him and then, you know, she, they, he had an encounter with her and the, the lady just bought up this article that was written about him that took, you know, his jokes were misquoted and it was all this shit. And the lady 
goes, um, I think you hate women. And she had never seen any of his work. And yeah. so she he, he asked her, well, well, have you seen any of my shows? Um, you know, did I personally walk next to you the whole time and tell you, like, stop living in the comments. The comments. This is real life. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, though, that is a really good point. And so, I was like, yeah, I was like, fuck, if you've never seen his stuff, it's so easy yeah. to say he is all these things. In general, though, it's, it's really easy just to say that about anybody. You know, that's, I, I really think that's the point he was trying to bring up. That if you're gonna, if you're going to try to cancel someone based on something they said, you got to know everything about them too, because you, because you don't know what you're canceling. Right. Exactly. You don't know the whole story. So, especially if you're just reading the headlines. And that's so you. With that in point, I actually was watching this documentary called 15 Minutes of Shame, and it's yeah. all about that. So you guys definitely check that out. We'll put that in the show notes for you. But it's very much talking about how cancel culture has just become out of control. Yeah. Um, one of the other things that he pointed out was how <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner became Woman of the Year. And you know what? I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Because as a woman, why the fuck is Caitlyn Jenner Woman of the Year? Yeah. A year of only being a woman. Yeah. <laughs> not only that, but she she rallies for a party that does not care about her community. He said, he said that bitch ain't never had no period. And she's doing way better than any of you women in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the point that he's bringing up, obviously, like, is... Why? Why? Yeah, no, Why? exactly. What about the situation? What makes her woman, woman of, of the year? year? Like, there's women out there feeding homeless people. Yeah. And it has nothing, and understand this, has nothing to do about whether you're transgender or not. Yeah. It's how are you serving the community of women? Yeah. Regardless if they're cis, gender, like, not, whatever it is, whatever you label as, how is she serving the community? What for her, her to be woman of the what year. Makes her the greatest woman that year. And what I like is that he, you know, um, Chappelle points out, great lady, met her, had conversations with her. Why the fuck is she woman? <laughs> like, he's talking from a perspective of, I know this person, I met her. Yeah. Like, never disrespectful of pronouns yeah. throughout the whole thing. He did Definitely. make a funny joke about that. Yo, the best, one of the best pronoun jokes he made. Somebody comes up to him and says, be careful, Dave. They're after you. One one day or many days. (laughs) That was a good joke. Um, the other thing I like he brings up about this whole bathroom debacle, how you should be using the bathroom that you're born gendered into. Yeah. However you would say that. He's he's right. It's a it's a waste of legislation. Yeah. He said no Americans have to show their birth certificate to use the bathroom. It's also a good point that he's bringing up is why are we even arguing about this? Yeah, why? Yes, exactly. Like, why are we even arguing about <laughs> Just this? Just let people use the bathroom. I, and you know, while I was re-watching it, mm-hmm. I was thinking about this. It's easy for us to sit here and talk and be like, why are people offended? Yeah. We are not a part of the transgender community. So, yes, I'm sure there are things that were said that were very out of pocket. But as somebody who's not a part of that community, I didn't feel hate in what he was saying. Yeah. I felt like he was telling a story 
and showing his growth of it. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say the special felt like it was very, like it had a theme. Definitely. <laughs> I really will say that. And I and it did feel a little self-righteous in some of his stories about like how he was doing all these great things. There's a major percentage of the special that feels like he's explaining himself. Yes, yes, yes. You know? It's like, oh, phew, all this shit I say, ooh, I got one more deal, hmm, all right, $20 million, <laughs> I got some stuff to say. Yeah, and the underlining message of the whole thing was, like, time be to kind. explain what I meant by that. No, but the whole thing is, yo, we're all human. It's not about pronouns, it's not about race, it's not about that. It's about that we're all human and we're all going through shit, well, and instead of... What is it punching down on each other? I really do feel also we that... We should be lifting each other up or just being understanding. Yes. And that's the problem, is that people aren't willing to be understanding about what other people are going through. So, I'm not black and I'm not LGBTQ, um, but I couldn't help but also notice the whole narrative... Not narrative, but the whole, the whole commentary he is making about how basically... He, I guess he feels it's unfair because he said he envies the gay Yeah, the like gay they have movement. more power. Yeah, the gay movement and how much power is accumulated in decades and how the black movement has been going for centuries. hundreds of years. Yeah. And it hasn't gained nearly as much traction. Yeah, like he, he made a comment about how you can shoot a black person, but you can't, sh- you can't when talking say about something baby, mean. Yeah, about a gay person. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, we're not a part of that community. We're not a part of that so community. So it, it's you, we but can't, what I say we though, can't be like, why are people offended? Well, what but, I can say is, is that if I would have read all of these articles, yeah. then watched it, that I wouldn't have like really made a. I would have already been upset about it, right? Yeah. Because even based off of the titles, it was just so like well, so he's I, transphobic. <laughs> well, what I'm saying though, I guess I I felt what he was saying that we we can't divide our causes. Yeah, you know, yeah. like one cause can't be more important than the other yeah. person's cause if we're both looking for the same thing. Yeah, and so I guess he, from what I'm hearing, I guess he feels like he doesn't want a, the black movement to take a back seat to it right yeah that there shouldn't even be a back seat like i said he's talking from his experience his perspective his point of view on it it's he's not trying to live somebody else's life so i found it interesting because um afterwards there was uh, an interview that um <laughs> from netflix from the, the ceo yeah the the uh, showrunner for netflix's show dear white people um, a white trans woman yeah a white trans woman jacqueline moore Used to be a dude, right? The, I say this because there's a comment that she makes where in this interview, um, they ask her, do you want Netflix to pull his specials? And she says, uh, ar- around all this stuff that she's wanting to say, basically trying to say, oh, I don't want them to pull his specials, but trying to say, yeah, pull his specials. At, in the middle, she says, the fact of the matter is that there are very rarely trans people in those rooms, and yet we are so often the subject of desertion. We're very rarely in any decision-making positions. Well, join the fucking club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, that's what he points out. You were a dude in charge. Yeah. Now you're a trans and you're still in charge. And so it's like, so then so then put people in charge then. It takes work though. 
Yeah. But but join the club. Like, we don't have any representation. When is Hentify coming back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. No. The, and, but that's what he's saying. He's saying that it's not... It's it shouldn't be a backseat we're all, at all. We're minorities. Like, like yeah, that, those rooms are full of rich white men. Yeah, of course, because those are the people that put Netflix together. Yeah, you know what? We we have like you're a trans woman in charge. How are you? Well, yeah, what are you gonna do? The interview says nothing about what you're gonna do. I mean, forget to the fact that you're also writing a show called Dear White People. Yeah, that's supposed to be and so about my anger. Black and, and, and I just want to make sure it's. It's understood. I'm not angry at trans. I'm mean, I'm angry at this comment she she said. Yeah. About that, almost like that your cause has to be more important than all the other causes. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of that going on. We don't have people in those boardrooms either. Yeah. You know. But we shouldn't be like we should be. Yeah, we should be working together, not trying to make one more important than the other um i read the whole interview you know that they put on and we'll post the link variety.com we'll post the link in the notes let us know what you think um but yeah i definitely wanted to bring that up because it's like the it's like the showcase of twitter right there and it was funny how he said i don't care twitter's not a real place anyways (laughs) (laughs) But we want to know what you guys, if you guys even saw this special, what do you yeah. think about Dave Chappelle attempting to be canceled? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to know what we're up to, you can follow us on Instagram, uh, TikTok, I was going to say Twitter, TikTok, Facebook at Bubble Bath Stories. And you can shop merch and check out some really cool interviews with previous guests that we've had yeah. at bubblebathstories.co. And if you want to know what I'm into, you can catch me on Instagram at Nikki Trends. And you can catch me on Instagram at Got No Time For This. All right, homies. We'll see you next week. Peace. Next Monday. Bye.